So today yeah. we have been given a question around, can you be a humble leader? So we're going to not take too much time because there's not a lot to talk about there, but it is an interesting question that we get asked a lot from our leaders. Right. And one that doesn't have, yeah, there isn't much definition <laughs> <laughs> or, or it's too kind of, it's like the word gets thrown out there. Mm-hmm. What does it mean though? Mm-hmm. Okay. But before we dive in, can I do a member shout out? Yeah. I've been waiting all week to do this member <laughs> shout out. <laughs> uh, so actually this person, Lindsay, she was kind of coming to Greenhouse wanting to make her next move in career. But like a lot of people, especially her age and stage, kind of the current work and life, but also kids just takes up all the space and energy. She she wasn't sure how to even start to think about it because there's no extra space, mm-hmm. no extra energy. And so really she wanted to try and make room to work on what's next. And when she worked with one of our coaches, they really started creating a, a calendar strategy. We've talked about that so many times. I in know the people are like, this is so dull, but I'm telling you guys, it comes down to, <laughs> it a lot of times it comes to. down to that. So they did, they came up with kind of a calendar strategy slash boundaries mm-hmm. um, that freed up space and energy for her to plot out her next moves. And that's actually what happened. I think she's actually in the middle of taking some of those steps right now. So, um, just excited for her because she was excited to be able to move forward on that. Mm-hmm. So I mentioned the question was how to be a humble leader, but why do you think we even get asked that? I guess what I'm just actually wanting to think about is like, think about why the person is asking this question. Like what's going on? What is attached to the word humble that people bring this question mm-hmm. up is what I'm wanting to just, I don't know, dialogue about for a minute. Yeah. Well, the first thing that came to mind, of course, a lot of times when we have these chats, like a person pops into my mind. So there's a certain person in my mind right now who is a very senior leader in their industry. And they were always a humble person. Because I'm thinking like a lot of people who ask this question, they are humble or want to be humble. Mm. And so it's like they were that way. and But now they're in very senior position where they're asked to always have an opinion or an answer or to come uh, give direction And it makes them uncomfortable because it feels against their grain for them. Mm -hmm. Like their natural grain is to be collaborative. Oh, what do you think? Listen to others. They, it's uncomfortable to be in a position where I have to, I have to be the one. And so now I'm starting to ask this question of how can I be humble and still hold that position? Yeah. So that's just one example, right? That's a very specific example, but that's what came to mind for me. What I'm excited about with this episode is that I'm actually going to define it in a way that I think people will stop asking that question because I think we're misunderstanding what humility is. That humility means walk all over me. Humility means don't decide, don't be decisive. And it doesn't mean that at all. In fact, I was doing a little research on it and I did see this random quote that came out of nowhere, but it was from the Air Force. Okay. So the perspective is the Air Force. Mm -hmm. There was something in there that they said, basically, humility does not mean don't be aggressive Mm. is was was their point is because they want humble leaders in the Air Force. But they're not like we don't want humble leaders that know how to fly after it. Yeah, go after it. So it's there's a there's a a conflict. So I thought, let's also talk about what's the opposite of humility. I looked it up. But any thoughts on there? What's the opposite? Yeah. Well, okay, but a couple other examples in there, because I think you're hitting on something important. There has been a general shift like over the last few decades from the more hierarchical is the way to do it to more of a not flat structure, but like that's not the way to do it anymore. Mm -hmm. And so people know that or Mm -hmm. they hear people talking about it 
or they listen to someone like Brene Brown and hear all the stuff about humility. And then right. they get into Monday and it's like, oh, how do I do that? How do I do it? How? Because either it's not what I had modeled for me mm-hmm. right. when I was coming up or because mm-hmm. it's just a vague topic that's mm-hmm. like, you don't know tactically what it looks mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. That could be an, um, another reason why the question comes mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. So it's a bit of a mindset shift is what I'm thinking about. Mm-hmm. Well, the the opposite of humility is pride and arrogance. So when I just looked up the opposite, I thought, well, of course you can be a humble <laughs> leader. If you think about the opposite is pride and arrogance. Like if you flip the switch, do you want a boss that leads with pride and arrogance? Like, is that really what you're looking for in a leader? Mm-hmm. I, I mean, not for me, but I was actually having a small talk about this with my husband last night. I was talking about that, this and he goes, you know, it depends. Some people don't care. They're like, I don't care if it's a humble leader. Like he was using the example of Steve Jobs. He's like, I'm not sure he was very humble, but he got a lot done. But is it possible to get a lot done and be a humble leader? Right. I'm not saying I have all the answer to this. I just think it's. An interesting, first of all, I think people have preferences uh-huh. around what kind of leader, but I just know that if I flip the switch and think of the opposite, I know that my goal as a leader would not to be an arrogant and prideful mm-hmm. leader. I'm not sure people really like that. Yeah. You might get a lot done, but they might not like you at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's just funny you mentioned the Steve Jobs scenario because I have a few friends who worked there and we would talk about what it was like in the day to day. Yeah. And the common sentiment was like, well, it's terrible, but it's awesome for my resume. So I'm fine no. with it. You know, right. it wasn't exactly. like they liked it. Right. And maybe there were some people who liked it. Yep. I'm not trying to generalize, but yeah. But the people I talk to in those scenarios, it's more like, well, you know, it's it's tolerable for these other reasons. That that would be interesting though. Like how many people actually like that kind of leader? Yeah. There might be some of that. There might be some. So I think that was the one thing Adam was saying. Well, we can't assume that people all want that. But if you're asking this, the question, can I be a humble leader? Well, first of all, it's it's your choice what kind of a leader you want to be. But I think that let's get rid of the idea that being a humble leader means that you're being walked on, that you're not being decisive, and that you're not being aggressive. Because I think you absolutely are. I loved this framing around humility, too. It really helped me go, yeah, that's actually a really strong leader. So um, humility is the precondition for learning. I really loved the, that phrasing. So let's just think about it. If it's a precondition for learning and we think about a kid. So what do children do all the time? They are preconditioned to learn, right? So even a child, like, you know, when they're in that age where it's like, they don't even have an agenda for the day, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> their hand in front of their face is their agenda. Yeah. And they're like this all day long. They're just looking around, grasping Orange, that was loud, <laughs> that was too quiet, that smells. Yeah. All day long, they're preconditioned as children to learn. I was just thinking about how, and there's a lot of humility in children, right? Mm-hmm. But the truth is that they're going to keep learning and progressing in life because they're preconditioned to learn. So the attachment to humility is the preconditioned to learn. So do I want to be a leader that continues to learn? Is that framing I just uh, there's again just interesting? I was looking up different ways that people see humility. Yeah, it's making me think of uh, my daughter Lucy, who I've no I've actually noticed this the past couple weeks. So multiple times in conversations, you know, the adults were talking and said like, "Oh, microphones," and she just goes, "What's a microphone?" Okay, yeah, mm-hmm. and and it was <laughs> I don't know. I'm such a thinker. I would like stop and be like, "Whoa." 
I would be way too prideful to just be like, what's a microphone? I don't know. Because in my world, like, you got to know stuff. You're supposed to know things. And she just, like, blurts out when she doesn't know what something is. Yeah. And you're right. Like, that's just what kids do. That's how they learn. That's how their brain is, Mm -hmm. like, developing. But it almost... It's scary. It it was like, it caused pause for me because it was so humble. Yeah, it was so humble. I would be really Mm -hmm. hesitant Mm -hmm. to just... You know, there's a lot of conversations I'm in where someone says something and I don't know what it is, mm-hmm. but I'm like, oh yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, I know what that is. Oh, totally, yes. <laughs> or you know, someone references yeah. like, did you watch such and such show? And yeah. you don't even know what the you're show like, is. And you're like, yeah, I loved yeah. it. Like, no, I it's didn't. just hard to even <laughs> uh, show that level of humility. Yeah. But you're right, like that's actually how they're learning. So there's no pretense of needing to no. act like they know. You got me thinking again. I'm so sorry to re- to reference Reese Witherspoon again, but she said a lot in that freaking oh podcast. My gosh. So guess what else she said? When she stepped out of just being known as an actress and she decided to go into the business world to run her own, she said, I decided that I was going to step into it with humility because I didn't know anything about business. So she said, I decided when they said p and I'd be like, what's that? Someone said SWOT analysis. I said, could you explain that to me? She said, I just was, yeah. I went in like a child. She actually said that and thought, I'm not going to be afraid to ask anything. Which because- is great. It is easier when you just call it on the right off the bat, the first thing. Yep. Very confidently. Like, I don't know what that is. I don't know. Can you tell me? Um, so I've actually been practicing that lately in, in conversations with friends. Mm-hmm. It's hard if you actually put your mind to it. When people say something like, oh, have you heard of, or do you know that? To just instantly be like, no, I don't. Yes. It's actually way better if you just call it versus like stumbling Stum- through. <laughs> so um, now you're bringing up, I think, another reason why this question comes up so much. Because and there's a great, great, great one of my favorite TED Talks is Eddie Obeng. Mm. O-B-E-N-G. Oh, one of the best TED Talks. And he talks about, it was a while back though, he talks about how the world has shifted from like, a world where you go to school and you learn how something works and then you do that thing the rest of your life mm-hmm. to a world where everything's constantly changing and actually the rate of change increase is increasing exponentially. Mm-hmm. So you have to be a learner now. And this is absolutely one of the reasons because it used to be like once you got to a certain level of leadership, it's because you knew how stuff works mm-hmm. and then you're for good, good forever. Just in recent history, like... I mean, that that's how work was for my parents. Yep. And now it's like mm, the world changes so fast yeah. that if you're not a learner, you actually can't be a leader mm-hmm. and you're going to fall behind so, so fast. Mm-hmm. So learning is is actually like a key skill now in our careers. Right. So if you attach it to the precondition of learning, we all really need to be humble. Right. Which I think is a great job of showing. He uses a lot of data and a lot of um like visually showing yeah. the trends and how things have shifted to illustrate mm-hmm. why this is actually one of the most important skills now. But yeah. but yeah, that can be hard then when you get to be, okay, I need to be humble in order to learn. Yep. I mean, to me, mm-hmm. you're really attaching like the humility and learning here. Yep. Because I think the opposite of it too is of it. Pride is what stops us from learning because our pride is what is saying, oh, I don't want them to think I don't know, which by the way, I mean, you know, if we were coaching someone, there is a time and a place to say you don't know. I also talk about that subject. Well, people have said, how do I say in a meeting? I don't know something. Yeah. There's, you don't have to every time be like, I don't know that. Yeah. Cause it's still kind of one of those leadership right. stigmas hanging out. It is that like, you're supposed to be the one in the room who knows the most. Right. But 
in some ways it's almost the opposite. Like if you're going to lead people well, mm-hmm. like you want them to be the experts and yeah. and you don't know and you're leaning into them. Yeah. You could say so many things too. Like I'm unsure. Could you tell me more about that? There's a way of saying it. You could say, you know, uh, let me get back to you on that and find the right answer for you. Yeah. It's okay to say it in a way that doesn't make you look like what we're imagining in our head Yeah, by saying things we don't know. Well, I think where a lot of people that I work with get hung up is because that um, the phrase uh, great leaders make other people, uh, I'm, I'm butchering it, they create an environment where other people leave the room feeling like they're the smartest yes, person. Yes. And that phrase has become so popular among leaders and in leadership stuff. I think it's actually a big hindrance because it's it's too extreme. Like the reality is if if people always leave the room feeling like you don't know anything as the leader, yeah. that's a problem. <laughs> yes. So it's a yeah. little I think that quote is too extreme yeah. and it leaves people really hung up on like, well then uh, which is it? Am I supposed to be the dumb one or the smart one? And I think your whole point right there is in anything in life, it's always about balance. The way you even with leading with humility is about balance, right? What if we just framed humility as uh, another way of framing or just be to stay curious? A humble leader stays curious. It doesn't mean that in what they know, they know what they don't know. They keep learning. They just. Well, talk about yourself for a sec. Because just be humble and brag on yourself. I think I. Because I think you (laughs) actually. Wait, no way. (laughs) Well, you, you live this out, I think, in a really, really great way. You have done what what you're doing now in your work. You've done for a long time and you're really good at it. You could easily kind of fall into the track of, all right, I'm the expert. I'm just doing it. I don't need to learn anymore. Right. But I'm constantly almost like a little surprised sometimes at how much of a learner you are and how much you show up with that that type of humility. Like, Mm. no, I want to learn more and Mm -hmm. I'm open to it and I'm open to feedback Mm -hmm. and I'm open to like... So I don't know, is that just so natural to you or do you think about that at all? You know, I probably would say it's a bit of my nature. Yeah. So in all fairness to myself, I think I'm just really being true to myself that I'm not even trying. I just continually find what other people say so much more fascinating than myself. Yeah. But I will also own what I'm an expert in. Mm -hmm. I recognize that there are areas that I'm, I know it, but when I don't, boy, I am curious about what you think. Yeah. But you're a good example in that way of people. Most people would refer to you as someone who has a lot of confidence. You mm-hmm. show up like mm-hmm. you show up confidently and the um, your presence actually makes a lot of people want to learn from you in that mm-hmm. space. So it's like mm-hmm. you hold those two well together. Yeah, it, it is confidence and it's humility. And they're yeah. not against they're not competing no. against each That's other. That's actually the bottom line is confidence with humility. <laughs> the bottom but line is and let's yeah. just like be more like Sunday. Okay. <laughs> That's what she's saying. But she's there, so humble. She's like, there is a way to be confidently humble, yeah. too. And in fact, I was thinking about how many times I say in my life that I don't know something, but the way I say it makes me so come across so confident. Like, if I let's just say, I mean, I've learned all kinds of also tricks of the trade, too. So mm-hmm. even while I'm being authentic to myself, I've learned this. Like, I am the expert sometimes when I'm showing up in front of a group of doctors and training them on something to just go, I don't know might throw that particular audience. So I've learned tricks of the trade, like uh, someone says, hey, in this particular setting, what should I do? Instead of first saying no, I'll throw it out to the audience and say, what has anyone else tried? What's And what happens is the audience, I have more experts in the audience than you realize. And then my own expertise gleans from that and goes, oh yeah, that's it. Hmm. It's almost like we have moments where we forget. So you can learn how to be a humble leader with confidence. And that's to me what 
I would love, I love in a leader. I love, I, I love in a leader. So if you're, I think if you're trying to step into humility and we're not going to believe this is that just lean into more curiosity and be open. So if you do get feedback, you know how sometimes someone says, well, I'm just going to be extreme and say, Steve, yeah. that was really not a good podcast. <laughs> just right there. The, and you're tired at the end of the day, our initial, initial feeling could be you're wrong, right? It was great. Yeah. Instead, just pause for a minute and say, well, that feedback's coming from somewhere. Most, mostly, I liked how I showed up in that po- podcast. But <laughs> yeah. what about it made you not appreciate that podcast very much? I might just follow up with a question because if I can learn one ounce of something new from a perspective that I'm leaving with someone or a perception, sorry, a perception that I'm leaving with someone. Yeah. The curiosity angle makes humility more actionable. Yeah, It, right. it is a very like actionable thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, versus be humble. Like, yeah. How, how? Especially if you're not. <laughs> like, yeah. Or if you're struggling with that, I think that um, you're you're reminding me of the I don't know. Maybe this isn't the most common tip in the space, but the whole sleep on it mm-hmm. thing. Like in that scenario, mm-hmm. my emotions are leading the way. Oh yeah. So if I can just mm-hmm. have a way of saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, a little delay tactic, like, okay, thanks for sharing that. Like, or mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. can we chat about that tomorrow? And then put it aside. Then I can sleep on it and it's easier to come at it with curiosity tomorrow. Oh yeah. When you're tired, it's really hard. Oh, the number yeah. of times where I've either done that well or botched that. It's yeah. like the sleep on it is so helpful in that mm-hmm. space because so you're right. I should, I should show up with curiosity. Mm-hmm. But also in that moment, like not always easy. <laughs> ego's taking over for yeah. sure. So yeah. Yeah. So in summary of this, we'll probably have people who are listening on both sides of the spectrum. We have people who really lean more towards arrogance if they're being honest with themselves. So one step for you might be just get a little bit more curious um, instead of popping into squishing that and pushing that curiosity down. And on the other side, if you're someone that leans maybe too much into humility in the definition of I shrink back, I hold back. First of all, write your definition for humility. That might be a good starting point. Yeah. And then if that's it, learn to actually stand up and speak up, but still stay curious. But the way that you show your lack of, I don't know, or curiosity is in much more of a confident approach. That's so good. And you can, you can get feedback from trusted people in this space. Like I'm, I'm, I'm more on the latter half of that where I can kind of feel like if I'm being confident, I'm being too pushy. Mm-hmm. And whenever I've asked people then after that interaction, or if it's in a meeting setting, I'm like, was that too harsh? And mm-hmm. they're like, no, it actually mm-hmm. was like, maybe not even enough, you know, right? Uh, kind of getting a little of that, you know, at the root of the word feedback, it's just like getting the truth, <laughs> like coming back to you. You just want to get somebody to help you gauge like, where was I there? Uh, was it too far this direction or too far that direction can be helpful. Mm-hmm.